welcome to Mood Reader's Podcast, Kindle Unhinged. Hey, Mood Readers, welcome back to another episode of Kindle Unhinged, where we read unhinged KU books and then we tell you about them so you can decide for yourself if you're willing to also be unhinged. And by we, I mean not I, Jane Austen, purveyor of classic British literature. I mean the filthy, mysterious monster fucker, Emily Bronte. That's right, my friend and co-host, Emily Bronte. Yes. Unhinged. I also do classic British literature, okay? Just for the record. I just, you know. One one book what it, but, but like a really good one so i mean we can have this throw down later if you want to jane that's fine um, but i also do the monster smut so that's fine i'm here for it and when it comes to unhinged monster smut as you are the reigning queen of this podcast <laughs> give us a little what have you been reading outside of our regularly scheduled content Okay, so I am so happy to have a chance to talk about this book because unlike Get Into the Groundhog God, I actually really like this book. (laughs) It's just that it's very short. It's almost, I mean, I don't know if it qualifies as a novella, but it is super duper short. So it didn't really get the full content treatment and also is very smutty. So I have been reading The Dragon's Bride by Katie Roberts. Super cool author. Some of you probably have read stuff by her. She wrote Neon Gods and a lot of other stuff. This is part of her A Deal with a Demon series. Ooh. Which has several books in it. One of whom includes uh, tentacles, which is where I will be steering Nora next. (laughs) Yes, famously Nora redacted into Into tentacles. tentacles. (laughs) We're going to make that stick. It's going to be great. She has no control over it. No, it's happening. (laughs) I'm going to tell you about this book. Keep in mind that I really like it. All right, so this is a very short book, like I said. The cover, though, is what attracted me to this book in the first place because it is in the beautiful, colorful, rich, painterly style of your mom's 80s and 90s romance paperbacks. You guys remember those. I love those. Um, So it's in that style. She It features a kneeling, you know, curvaceous lady handcuffed to a very tall, very muscly Green dragon dude. I love it. (laughs) And he looks super pumped about it. (laughs) She looks a little bit skeptical. (laughs) And it's great. So the basic concept is that we live in a world where, uh, in the real world, there is Briar. And she she is escaping her super abusive marriage. Her really, really, really terrible, very bad guy husband. And she's literally to the point where she will make a deal with a demon. To get the fuck out of there. And part of that is... I was going to interject and say, you said in the real world. Are we talking like modern times or is this Yes. Okay. Yes. This is modern times. Briar Rose has an apartment and a job and like sneakers and a cell phone. And at this point, I'm ready to make a deal with the devil. And I have a perfectly fine marriage. (laughs) (laughs) But I still got to go. I got to go. It's been a rough three years, man. I, like I also, how, I think I have to apologize to my husband for labeling our marriage perfectly fine. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. 
Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> I just, I think we're all so burned out by the last three years that we're like, yeah, all right, bring on demons. That's cool. I'll do it. Yeah, whatever. Just choose me. I'll, I'll, I'm willing to go. What's next? So the apocalypse roster. Demons? <laughs> okay. So Briar Rose uh, discovers the world of demons and she's like, you know what? I have no other options. Take, get me out of here. And so she signs this hefty contract with an actual literal demon. He's very tall and muscly and red. He has big horns. He's very scary. But he is super hyper fair. So he is very aware of the terms of the contract. He is not trying to trick Briar. He is a broker in deals. So this basically fantastical. Yes. So he whisks her, she signs the contract, he whisks her out of the real world, away from her terrible husband, and she is now transported to the magical, fantastical world, where there are demons, and dragonborn, or dragonkind, or whatever, dragon dudes, and krakens, and ethereal ghost banshee ladies, and Ooh. they all have a complex, you know, economy, that they're all interworking with, and these demon brides are part of that. So the demon brokers broker deals between, like, leaders of the different kingdoms to kind of make things flow smoothly with, you know, international commerce in the fantasy realm. <laughs> so so Briar has basically gets auctioned off. She's sold herself away from her abusive husband into a marriage contract with Saul the Dragon Prince. Now, when you say auctioned off, is it like he's actually auctioning for her marriage contract? Yes. They are put on a stage in fancy dresses, and they all, they're all they all in a dress of a different color. And then all of the high-paying, wealthy clients that are weird creatures come, and they're like, I like the one in pink. I like the one in white. <laughs> I'll take Just the blue sold. one. I'll take the blue one. Sold. Pleasure doing business. This is very efficient. It I'm is not mad about it. <laughs> so I do think it's important to understand that the premise of this, like, I actually think this is super clever because Katie Robert takes good care of inquiring minds. Like, we're here. We know what we want, you know, but we're still clever, smart, inquiring minds. And we would like our stories to make sense. Like how, you know, I know we're doing forced proximity. We're doing forced marriage. But why are we doing it? Yeah, well, with a dragon. My question. Yeah. Okay. So Saul explains that dragon, we'll call them dragonborn. I can't remember what they're actually called, dragon kind or whatever. He explains that dragons and humans have always been naturally suited to produce children together. Of course. Of course. That's <laughs> why he looks mostly human. He's just green with some extra bits. He also explains that in, in uh, intermingling human blood with dragon blood as like a family unit strengthens the dragon kind's natural magic. So a human bride and a human heir or half human, half dragon heir is very desirable and very like gives them power and makes them more magical and like it's a good thing. I love this already. That explains, because I was going to say, why are we going off to get a bunch of human brides if yep. we're in the land of magic creatures? Thank you, Katie Robert. For, Thank you, uh, Katie Robert. Looking out for us. She's got it. And it's not even boring. It's not even exposition-y. It's like they're doing stuff, like they're walking or whatever. She's encountering this new kingdom as he's explaining. And you're like, oh, okay, that does make sense. And he's very clear. <laughs> it's my, one of my favorite. Is they're going and they get married and then Briar is like, 
she's looking at him and he's huge. He's fucking huge. And she's like, is it even going to fit? <laughs> he looks really mad and he's like, it'll fit. And she's like, how do you know? And he's like, you don't want to know. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Yeah. So basically, Saul is very clear. He wants a wife and he wants a baby. But part of Briar's contract is that she gives him seven years and gives him the chance to like convince her. But she does not have to do anything. Technically, Uh-oh. according to the contract, she could be his wife in title only, lock herself in her bedroom, never come out for seven years. And then on like, you know, year seven day, like 366, she can waltz out of there untouched, totally fine. No harm, no, no foul. Does she then stay in the magic realm? Yes, she is stuck in the magic realm. I don't think, well, I can't remember. She might be able to go back, but it's a, the contract was for seven years of her life. But this actually, this is not sounding all that bad. Honestly. I know, right? <laughs> you're, like, you're like, okay. <laughs> I'm, uh, how does one call up one of these devils, <laughs> these demons? You guys heard it here first. Jane is about to summon a bargainer demon and get whisked down to the fantasy <laughs> realm for seven years. Listen, the 20s have <laughs> rough, y'all. <laughs> exactly. And we're we're only three years in. We've got so much more of the twenties left to go. And I, seven, I think. So like that's no, perfect. Get me perfect. to twenty thirty. <laughs> and she doesn't. It's perfect. She doesn't have to do anything. It is not a contract for her body. It's a contract for her persuasion. Open she has to. Yeah, she has to allow him to attempt to change her mind, to convince her to love him and marry him, or be his wife and not name only and <laughs> give him an air and she can be as skeptical as she wants, but she's not that skeptical because <laughs> there is a certain point where like the, just the curiosity is just driving her fucking wild. She's just like, I have to know what is under that loincloth. Like <laughs> he's just, he's so big and he's so scaly and like, what is happening under there? So how did she ask? Uh, Briar is very direct. Excellent. Like, for a Show lady, me your junk. <laughs> this is the girl who asks if it's gonna fit, and he. That's true. Yeah, I think there is a point like at they're having dinner together. It's very awkward and stilted. They both get a little bit tipsy, and she's like, "So, what does it look like?" <laughs> tells her there are two. Oh, gentlemen, man, two of them. What full size? Are stacked on top or side by side? Yeah, I really... Now, Katie, Robert, this is where you could have given us, like, a diagram. Yeah. Because he... (laughs) The only ick that I had, really, was that he definitely refers to... Oh, God, I can't even say this. He definitely refers to his top cock and his bottom cock. And I assume that they're just, like, chilling. (laughs) (laughs) Chilling. Hanging out and like, so while you're reading these smut scenes, you kind of have to be like, okay, so that, wait, so she facing, because he said that was his top. Wait, no, she's on her back. Okay, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> yeah. So she just asks him to show it to her and they both get kind of turned on and then they just like go for it. And just like yeah. that? Well, yeah, pretty much. It's a very short book. Oh, I forgot. I forgot that this is not a full length, <laughs> like 350 page novel. No, I can't remember how many pages it is. But it's uh it's it's real short. I mean, you know. It's 190 pages, you guys. 
Yeah, and I do remember being like, whoa, I guess we're taking our pants off now. But yeah, it's a short book. I mean, a girl's got to do with a dragon what a girl's got to do. She just was very curious. Like, we can't, we're dancing around this. They've been talking all day about, like, you know, consent and, like, I need your womb to have my baby. And, yeah. and she's like, how is this even going to work? And then he's like, I could show you. And she's like, I want to see it. Let's do take this upstairs. And then they do. Damn. And it's great. Damn. <laughs> because Katie Robert, you guys, she, like, neon gods. She knows what she's doing. And so does he, apparently. <laughs> it's like, it works. Now, the one caveat that I want to say is that, I don't even, spoiler alert, there's no, how do I say this? There's no double stuff happening. It's not so much that I was looking for that, like, by any means. I think it's more that, like, you can't have a dude with two pieces of equipment and then not even address that. Yeah, not even use them simultaneously. He literally just says, like, I would love to, but I it, I would hurt you, and I don't want to deal with that. And I was like, well, this was written by a woman, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no, <laughs> there's no situation where a, a man has two dicks and then is like, oh, I'm oh, looking no. out for your best issue. <laughs> I could never. I'm looking out for your best interest. I could never. I was like, that's unrealistic. <laughs> Immediately, suspension of disbelief is gone. Yeah, the dragons, the demons, the contracts, all of that yeah, is fine. That's fine. No, we're fine with that. <laughs> but a man with two cocks being sensitive about hurting a woman? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But the smut scenes are really good. Super choice. Chef's kiss. Awesome. Love it. There is a controversy, or I don't, I don't even know if I'd call it a controversy, but like the thing, the other thing that people talk about this book with is that there is a big part of, it's like a birth control kink, okay? Now, I've never encountered this before. Cause I don't even know what that means, actually. I will tell you, it okay, stresses great. me out. Okay, so, you know, like I said, in her contract, it's very clear that she does not have to have his baby if she does not want to. He has been very upfront with her that he really wants her to decide to do that, but he's not, he legally cannot trick her into having his child. And there will be serious repercussions if he does. So she has a magical birth control amulet necklace. And as long as she is wearing that necklace, it's all good. Somehow, I don't know how we go from being complete strangers to doing the birth control kink thing. But somehow in the course of their smutting over time, like over several days or whatever, it's very quick. They develop this like bedroom game of he being like, I'm going to rip off your necklace like while they're doing stuff. And she's like, do it if you dare. And it's hot for them because they're like, it's risky. You know, they're yeah. like tap dancing on the edge of a cliff and it's like oh no what are we gonna do and then you know the the hotter he gets for her like the more time they spend together smutty and non-smutty the more he starts to like fall in love with her and he goes into kind of like a you know like a feral mating frenzy where anybody gets near her and he just goes crazy and it's like <laughs> oh it's so hot but that also means that there is a point where he might i don't know if i should spoiler this or not I like lose control and actually snap her necklace and conclude things internally. <laughs> I, don't, I can't. <laughs> there 
you go, folks. Conclude things internally. <laughs> That's how you know I'm an author because <laughs> that was magic with the English language. Yeah, I've never personally read Birth Control Geek before. Me either, but this is uh, this is something new to add to the list of tabs. Never knew, but there you go. Facts. <laughs> Yeah. For the next for the next work icebreaker, I'll be like, did y'all know that there's such a thing as birth control kinks? And then I will probably yeah. lose my job. <laughs> or be called into HR. And called equally into HR. as bad. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine a way that this would work with like real people. Cause like most humans don't wear magical birth control amulets. And and so like in the scenario, like it's a necklace and he has like dragon claws, so he can like snap it. But I don't I mean I don't know. I don't want to know how it works with y'all <laughs> out there doing birth control stuff. That's great. I, I'm i happy for you. But <laughs> it's confusing to me. So that is kind of like a thing to know about this book. Another great thing about Katie Robert is that she is a thousand percent clear, very clear with her trigger warnings. It's actually really funny. If you want to like download this just to read the trigger warning paragraph, it's pretty great because she knows what's up. She knows that that's not everybody's thing, and that might bum some people out, and, you know, she wants them to know. I actually really appreciate the trigger warning revolution that we're having yes. these days, with especially Love with it. indie authors. Like, I immediately know what I'm getting myself into. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> like, because they're basically giving you a chance to not read their work and therefore not pay them. Correct. That's super thoughtful. So then I have to read it. <laughs> because look at you out there being great so yeah that's weird but kind of hot but i think it's just because he's hot i don't know <laughs> their chemistry is really good and like you know things transpire so she she didn't even need seven years this is like a waste of a contract we literally took like a month <laughs> total like from start to finish a month to make her I, ultimate I decision if, i wonder if the demons get like bonuses <laughs> like my girl caved in uh three years or less so i get a 30 percent bonus on the payout of the contract i think that's fair honestly that's only fair you said they had a bustling yeah. international economy going economy. so yeah. this is the world marketplace we're very yeah. busy here capitalism very busy and its finest <laughs> <laughs> capitalism Follows us into the fantasy realm. What a bummer. That I but, don't love. <laughs> we're not crazy about that part. But somehow this turns out to be like simultaneously like kind of kinky and weird, but also kind of crazy because it's monster smut. Yeah, I actually really love that description of it. And honestly, might actually download this one to read. <laughs> this is the one to do because this was written by a really good author who has written lots of other stuff. Not that you guys, the rest of y'all aren't really good. It's just that we know Katie Roberts stuff. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. She takes care of every single point. She knows how long you want to be here. She knows how frequently you would like to see some stuff. But she also knows that you're a smart lady or guy and you have questions. How does this work? Why are we doing this? Does this make sense? She covers all of it. I love it. And at the end, I had a great time. It was adorable. I highly recommend this Absolutely wild, unhinged dragon dick book. <laughs> Sorry, dragon dicks book. 
If you are looking for a dragon with double the dicks, then you might want to open up your Kindle Unlimited app and go ahead and download. The dragon's brought a given. Oh, wait, no. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was afraid I was going to combine <laughs> both of them as well. <laughs> The Dragon's Bride by Katie Robert. And this is part of a Deal with a Demon series. And there are three books in the series. Two of them are out now. The second one is called The Kraken's Sacrifice. That looks real nasty. And the third (laughs) one that I'm very excited about is A Gargoyle's Captive. Ooh, Gargoyle smut. uh, Guys. Uh, I'm looking to get into more gargoyles. <laughs> gargoyles, what? So we'll see. That comes out on March 28th. And uh, you can pre-order that with one click, according to Kindle. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us for our uh, hot take on <laughs> The Dragon's Bride. We'll see you at the next unhinged Kindle reading. In the meantime... Stay safe out there. Wear your amulet. Wear that amulet or not. Whatever, man. Just like. Whatever floats your boat. It's cool. We accept it. Stay nasty. Jane, Emily, and Nora would like to thank Benji for the theme music. Follow at Mood Readers Podcast on Instagram and let us know if you've read any of the books we covered. We'll talk to you again at the next book club.